You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everybody. My name is Brent Atwater. I'm the animal medium. That's right. I see and talk to dead pets on the other side. And today what we're doing is we are live streaming the recording of our new podcast on PetLifeRadio.com. We're going to see if we can pull this off. We've already had one little glitch this morning. And if you hear my voice and it sounds a little strange, this microphone has a masculine tint. So I don't know if my guides are sticking in there and trying to be a part of it or if they're not. Now, if you'd like, Go over to PetLifeRadio.com. We have a live chat room there, and you can post your questions there. We'll have Nella helping us. She and Patrick are going to be telling all sorts of things and reading the questions because I can't look at the board and read the questions, too, because I've got three different boards going in addition to my friendly little mic here. We're glad that you're here. It's sort of a zoo. I appreciate you listening to this. You will be able to hear your questions live on our podcast where they will go into perpetuity in our archives. And for those of you who are new, we have a lot of great pet loss podcasts, and they'll help heal your heart. It's about healing hearts, and it's about helping you through a very difficult journey. And during this journey, you will see in the archives a whole lot of stuff, okay? And the questions, we have viewers come on and ask questions, and a lot of times we invite participants. So today we're going to try and add Facebook and the radio chat room so we can have more participants. Now, one other thing that we want to do is to ask you to go see our YouTube videos. We have lots of archived videos over there, about 150 of them. And so go to my website, www.brenatwater.com, and you'll be able to see the TV show index up there, and that will tell you everything that's going on and what we're doing. All right, so let's sort of get started here. One of the things that we're talking about today is a pet's purpose, and I think that I'm going to start this show, and this is the first section of our show. So if you're with us during the 2 to 4 o'clock hour, what you need to know is we're also doing the show between 3 and 4, and our first show is between 2 and 3. We'll break it off, and we'll come right back for the 3 to 4 o'clock hour. All right, talking about a pet's purpose today, I'm going to start with my dog, Friend. Friend was born with a bee on his bottom. That's right, the dog with the bee on his bottom. And for those of you who've read my books, every night when I wake up and look at his little bottom, I know that my life was changed forever. So sometimes a pet's purpose can be to change the direction of your life. Friend's direction was to let me know that, yes, reincarnation is real, And pet afterlife about reincarnation, comeback kids, is real. So the little bee on his bottom that he was born with, as I said, changed my life forever and made me realize that pet reincarnation is real. And for the past 20 years, I've been pioneering pet reincarnation or pets coming back over and over and over and over and over and hope that you'll join our change pet, change the pet paradigm of pet loss to pet loss of a fursuit and into living energy. And those of you who are on our Facebook group, and you can see it's in below, we will be glad to share with you, answer questions. And if you're a newbie, just come over there and join our discussions and learn about answering the questions that you want in your heart where other people say, oh, you're crazy about that. We don't think you're crazy. We have a space for you. We have a place for you. We open you with welcome arms. And we'd love to hear your story and to listen to what you have to say about your pet's purpose and any questions you might have about afterlife and comeback kids or your 
dogs, cats, or pets purpose for journey. Now, some of the ways there can be a purpose, and if I sounded a little hesitant on this, it's because we're washing three different boards. It's new, and I'm having a little problem doing that. So here are some ways that pets can have a purpose. They can be a comeback kid, which means they reincarnate as a pet, and they will teach you new lessons and go on new learning opportunities with you. For those of you who believe in reincarnation, reincarnation is only about new lessons and new journeys together. So that's what you need to know. Then there are pets like my dog, Friend, and he changes the purpose of my life. That little bee on his bottom, I went to law school, I went to art school, I'm talking to dead pets now. So his little bee on the bottom changed my life forever. Then there are pets that are called master teachers. Those pets teach you about lessons from the other side. And they teach you about how not to be triggered when things upset you, how not to be riled when people are yelling. It's about being a master teacher in your life. There are also pets that are spirit guides. And pets that are spirit guides come down and change your spirit. They're more like God animals. And if you go to our blog, PetReincarnation.com, or you can go on my YouTube videos and see about God animals. God animals are animals that come in to change the way you live emotionally forever or for the betterment of others. So that can also be a pet purpose. Another pet purpose is a guardian angel. On multiple occasions when I've been doing readings with my clients, I said to the client, what did you call your pet all during his life? And they said, oh, we called him Angel. I went, really? You called him Angel? And they said, yes. How about that? Well, Angel was really an angel in a pet fursuit. That's right. It was an angel who came down in a pet fursuit to introduce themselves as their guardian angel to the person. And then they went to the other side and became and remained their guardian angel for the rest of that person's lifetime. And another type of pet purpose is a soul-changing pet. And that is a pet who teaches you about animals. A lot of soul-changing pets are people who have rescues. For instance, on pit bull and parolees, the lady who rescues them was changed by a pet. A lot of rescue owners, and I'm sure there are many of you out there, your soul pet changed your purpose and directed your life to rescuing animals. So those are deeply connected, mind-only and mind-only pets when they hit the other side. And those are pets that literally change people's life. So when they say, what's your pet's purpose? A pet's purpose can be multifold. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. designerpetsweaters.com hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat beautiful couture patterns for your pets including custom-knitted formal wear casual wear, yachting, and even sports themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats and a lot of sparkle each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready Large or small, we fit them all. DesignerPetSweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com So we hope that when you see your pet and you talk about your pet's purpose, that you understand that sometimes a pet comes in for a little while just to have a pet purpose, and other times 
they come in for a full time to be with your pet and to have that purpose with you. We had a group member named Leanne who had a cockatiel. And this cockatiel reincarnated back to Leanne to prove that, yes, it could come back. But it also ran away after a while. And when it ran away, it was having a marvelous journey. But part of the cockatiel leaving Leanne for a while was to let Leanne learn about expanding her knowledge about love and setting love free so that it can come back to you. And that's all part of the learning journey with a pet's purpose when it affects your soul's journey. Hey, Kenny Hall, glad to see you. Sandra, glad to see you too. For those of you who are listening or in our PetLifeRadio.com chat room, share your pet's purpose and how it affected your life. That's what our show is about today. Okay. Now, Nella, how about telling us what Patrick taught you? Okay, Patrick taught me many things, but a lot of them I was unaware of until actually reading with you, Brent. And in hindsight, looking back, we usually learn things in hindsight. Um, Patrick had a very loving and forgiving nature. Patrick also had a lot of the same physical problems that I have in terms of back problems. And I saw him handle them so well, and I saw him not stop his life because of a lot of his... uh, physical disabilities. All right, I'm going to interrupt you there. For those of you who are listening, she is talking about how Patrick, her basset hound, has become or was during her lifetime a medical empath, and it showed her how to handle back issues so much better than if she was just dealing with it on her own. So it gave her a pal to go through these medical issues with. And oftentimes, a pet can be and is a medical empath. That's a pet's purpose also. Go ahead, Nella. Um, Patrick, I had a lot of my personality. My, my husband used to joke about that. He was very persistent. He never gave up, which is one of my characteristics. He was strong-willed in many different ways. A lot of times I would tell him to, he would follow me everywhere. He was my Velcro dog. And I know he was starting to have increased pain because he was taking medications for his uh, spinal problems. And I would yell at him not to follow me. And after... He transitioned. That bothered me quite a bit. I guess as a human being, I'm looking at it as a person that if I was in his place, I would get annoyed at being yelled at and not. However, I didn't see it from a dog's point of view where he really never got upset with me and he continued to follow me around. And one of the things I realized that he taught me was to try to let things go, uh, let things play themselves out. One of the most important lessons I got from Patrick as I was reflecting over it this past week was that he taught me to do the most selfless, loving thing that I've ever done in my life. And that was to let him go. Whoa, that's serious. Yes. And that is selfless. And we, I know yes. that Patrick appreciated you allowing him to slip out of his fursuit because a lot yes. of people carry a lot of guilt. And for those yes. of you who are just joining us, hey, Teresa, hey, Mona, Mona, the radio show is being taped. So if you can't hear what I'm looking at, I'm hearing Nella with her expressions of how Patrick enriched her life and was part of her life. So if you'd like to share yours, please type it in under in the comments below on our Facebook Live or over on our Live Again show, and we'll address that and put it in our tape show. But she's talking about how so many people have guilt about letting a pet go. And really, when you get on the other side of it, your pet is teaching you that that's one of the most selfless things you can do to truly, truly love them. And I think that that is 
in recognizing that, now it, does it allow you to feel better about his being on the other side? How does that make you feel? Well, now looking back, actually, it's going to be a year next week. Knowing that I received so many messages from him from the other side, I've always believed in reincarnation because when my mother passed, and that was nearly 20 years ago, I received uh, her sense, her perfume sense. So that I, I did believe in it. I always believed in an afterlife. But learning from the group, I, I don't know where I would have been if I didn't join this group because I was so very depressed and devastated. And letting go is one of the biggest issues that I have. And this was probably the biggest thing that I have seen. I had seeing that he couldn't stay sick like that. And yet I, did, I didn't want to lose him. So it was doing something for his benefit, even though I knew that it was going to be very painful to me. And I but, think that's a selfless thing that you really have to grab hold to when you're allowing a pet to cross over because it's more about selflessness and allowing they know when they're going to pass, they know when their exit point is, and they know exactly what they have to do to get out of the fursuit and their timing because it's their choice. And sometimes people confuse guilt with allowing a pet to make the choice of the exit point that the pet wanted. And so for those of you joining us today, Hey, Gordon, Christine, glad to see you. Marlos from the Netherlands, glad to see you. And I really would like for you to, those of you who are listening on our Facebook, this is being also taped. So when you see me looking at the board, I'm listening to Nella, which is being taped. Please write how your pet helped and changed and affected your life in our either a live again chat room or in the comments below. We'll be doing this from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And we really would like your comments so we can share how your pet did affect your life. And Nella will be reading this on the air, and then you'll be able to hear them on our radio show. But Patrick's contribution to Nella's life was more about smoothing out the agitated edges of her being. Would you say that, Nella? Yes. <laughs> and it was about smoothing things and allowing the universe and allowing your pet to be in control of what's going on and being a loving participant rather than a guilty mom. Would you say that after in hindsight? In hindsight, yes, because I'm very different. I have, well, I had another dog while I had Patrick, another basset hound, and then about six months after he transitioned, I, ad I adopted a rescue hound. Uh -huh. and, I, and I have a lot more patience with them just because of what I've learned in the group. At the time when he transitioned, I didn't know any of this where you can receive signs, you know, to that extent. So to me, he was gone, you know, and I he was like dead. dead. He was dead, dead fluffy. Gone. You didn't know. Now, you know, somebody asked me the other day, hey, uh, Shanice, Cynthia Lee, glad to see you. <laughs> Cynthia, uh, this shows about adult pet's purpose. So we're not answering questions on reincarnation today. And we'll be answering those on our pet loss live shows once a month and in our group live once a month. Hey, Lisa Hayes, we're it's most important that you know that in allowing a pet to go to the other side. Sometimes people say to you, oh, I'm so sorry you lost your pet. And a question in our Facebook group the other day, and if you'd like to join us, because I do live pop-ins on our Facebook group, and I do special questions and answers over there in our group and for my group only. It's on Facebook, so check us out. Someone said, what do I do? And you, Nella, you would be a perfect example of this. When someone said to you, oh, I'm so sorry, Patrick died, and you said, okay, fine, because then you didn't know about afterlife, would you have been offended if somebody came up to you and said, uh, Nella, there's more to this than 
pet loss. It's pet loss of a fursuit and transition into living energy. Would you have been offended or would you have been glad that someone opened the door for you so that maybe part of Patrick's life purpose was also to show you, because I always feel that all the pets that were led to my group were led there by the pet parents were led there by their pets because they wanted them to understand that they could be alive and well and be there for them. Hey, Bonnie, from Tempe, Arizona. Glad to see you from Arizona. So what do you think, Nella? How would you feel or how would you address someone that say to you, I'm sorry Patrick passed, or I'm sorry Patrick passed, but you know there is more to it. There is an afterlife. What would you think? What are your thoughts on that? Well, when I left and I came home, I immediately received a sign from him. So I But did I, you know it was a sign? Did you know it was an actual sign? And for those I, of you who are just joining us on Facebook Live, this is a whole new game for us folks. Oh. For those of you who want to talk about your pet's purpose, Vera and Robert with wonderful Bentley and Swagglebottom. Hello. Um, we'll talk about Bentley. So um, let me know then, um, Vera, and we'll talk about Bentley's purpose. That'll be wonderful because he's in our book. So did you feel, Nella, that would you have been offended if somebody said, I'm so sorry you lost your pet, but there's afterlife? Or when you had a sign, how did you know it was a sign? I knew it was a sign because my dog jumped to the window and she was barking, looking out the window. And a part of me wanted to believe that he wasn't completely gone, that there was, he had a soul. I have I have a strong faith in God. But that sort of affirmed to me that that he was there because as soon as we but got so would you say it was your soul's recognition instead of your mental recognition that when you saw the sign that's what awakened you to further find out in other words with patrick's passing and he was a cute little basset hound long job long blonde ears would you long ears would you some feet that went like that you know with little toenails would you say that in his passing it awakened your soul's knowing that there was an afterlife was that part of his purpose because, I mean, how would you go to the window and just go, well, he's outside after you just come back from the crematory? Well, I think a part of me wanted to feel that he wasn't gone because it was too painful to think that he was gone. And I've, okay. I've always believed that people aren't just gone. There's something else. Uh, and animals. I've always believed that animals have souls as well. But when it's your animal, it's, <laughs> you know. Well, when it's your the- animal, you, you're caught up in the, in the death, the human death emotions. Hey, Jenny, Anne, and Maureen. So the human death emotions overtake you but your soul rose up through it and you could feel that it was patrick outside yes it's not a cognitive knowing it's okay. more of coming from a soul a feeling yeah. that's coming from the soul rather than the uh, intellect right and so i felt his presence i just how long did his- it take for you to feel his presence after you had left the veterinarians and his I transitioning. Say, I would say, well, I couldn't stay for his transition in that ball. And we spoke about that. And and I worked through that in my own head. I was just broken up about it. But I would say it took me about 10 minutes to get home. And they waited for us to leave. And yeah. five minutes after that, my other dog, who never does that, jumped on the couch and started barking and looking in the direction where he would be outside. And I still have that with my dogs looking up and I had so many signs. It's just I've lost count of them. It's unbelievable. But I had a feeling, just just feeling inside of me that he was there. Well, you know, that's the same way. Teresa Pendleton says the same thing. She said she recognized the sign because she asked for a specific sign to let her know if afterlife was real and if the other side was real. And one of the purposes of her dog's passing 
was that he did send her that particular sign and just flooded her with signs like you've been flooded with signs. So that's a pet's purpose in allowing your soul to expand its awareness and to grow rather than just staying stuck in dead fluffy. Each of your pets, Teresa's and Nella's both, have expanded their soul's awareness about the other side and confirmed it on an ongoing basis. Would you say that? Yes. Yes. How does it feel, how does it feel when you go from non-knowing and that pet's purpose does you do you have a conflict in your heart with your pet's purpose of they had to leave their fursuit? Does it conflict your human side that the fursuit is gone and yet with your spiritual side you're now looking with new eyes, you have a new awareness that they're alive and well. How does that lighten your spiritual side, or does it create more conflict for the human side that can't hug the fursuit anymore? Well, I miss his fursuit, but I've learned so much with in this past year. And I know a lot of want their pets to reincarnate, but I don't want him to go through all of the difficulties that we ha- we all beings have to go through on, in this physical plane. He, I don't want to have to see him suffer again. I don't want mm-hmm. to see him have to die again. And I really feel that I have a very close spiritual relationship with him right now. I feel that he's one of my spirit guides. So you were saying, Nella, about the dichotomy between losing the fursuit and the soul awakening of your spiritual side that was aware of signs. And was there a huge chasm between the two or did they blend easily or did that just take a whole lot of time it took some time i've read books and they didn't really resonate with me until i read your i read two of your books and then i read about all the signs and that certainly validated it for me that it wasn't just something that was wishful thinking and at the beginning i really did hope that he would reincarnate in fact I believe that he sent my rescue. His name is Alex. He sent the rescue to me because we yeah. had no intention of adopting. We have a dog. We had no intention of adopting a second dog. And I always had Basset hounds. And this dog is, I believe, a foxhound. Yep. But we decided one day to walk through the animal shelter. No intention of adopting a dog. And we saw this dog. In a part of the shelter that was closed off, we just happened to walk through there, and I looked at him, and just I just happened. That. That's not the truth. Just never, happened. There's just happens. Never. It's no right. coincidence ever. Go ahead. Right. And he reminded me. He does. He looks nothing like him. He does not look like him at all. But he he cried and he looked at me in the eyes, and both my husband and myself had the same feeling that he reminded us of Patrick. And then we suddenly both had this this drive that we wanted to adopt this dog and we had to wait because he was abandoned and there was a certain time period of waiting to see if somebody claimed him and i felt strongly that i had to have him at that point i didn't know if he was the reincarnation of patrick i was hoping it but i really didn't know he had some traits now i realize becoming educated with the group and your books that Patrick was oversoling him. He sent him to us. And he is such a perfect fit because my other dog, Penelope, doesn't get along with other dogs that well. But they they really hit it off from the beginning. And relating to a lot of people in the group and reading a lot of stories, I don't have that need of having him come back to me in the physical realm anymore. I really feel I feel eventually I'm going to be with him. I hope it's a long time from now. (laughs) 
And and I do connect with him. There are so many things, sounds, sights, uh, coins, hearing him. My husband was the first one that heard him, his tail wagging. I've had dreams of him where he was young and healthy and running around. And there's, there's a connection between us. And I feel his presence very strongly. And I think that that's one of the things that helps the fursuit not be as hard of a release is when you have a lot of signs. And she's talking about the book after death signs that I've written. And she's also talking about our Facebook group. And so what we'd like you to do is for those of you who are listening on our Facebook live, we're going to take a little break on the radio that's being taped and we'll let the radio do a commercial and we'll be right back. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear, the rescue dog, was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And Lavette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end. And then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dinovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dinovite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dinovite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, we're back from our commercial. And what's going to be interesting for everyone listening today, and for those who are listening on Facebook, you'll see how the seams intermesh with our wonderful producer, and he's also the owner of PetLifeRadio.com. And go over there. There's just a plethora, that means a whole lot of shows that you will really enjoy seeing and listening to. And we appreciate you taking the time to go look at them. There is so much. It's like a radio animal planet. And I think that's what's really important over there. Now, another purpose we want to talk about is purposes of medical guidance. A lot of pets come to, as Nella mentioned earlier, be an animal empath, which teaches you how to handle your illnesses and issues more gracefully or to learn more information about them. For example, a pet we know had sat in the lap of a lady in a nursing home who had respiratory distress and kidney failure. And the cat stayed with her until the lady passed. So part of his purpose was to help her transition to the other side. Yet at the same time, that perfectly well cat, three days later, chose to pass with a respiratory issue. Other people have dogs, their purpose, such as the epileptic seizure dogs, or the diabetic seizure dogs, and also you will have dogs that for the seeing eye, for the PTSD, is that the way you say it, or 
Yeah. For those who have had emotional trauma in war, and all of those dogs are service dogs, so they came with their purpose. One of the most interesting purposes that I've had the opportunity to meet was a dog in Canada, and he came to wake his parents up during the middle of a house fire. That's right. In the middle of a house fire, Kelsey woke the entire family up and got them out as they stood out in the Canadian cold and watched the cats and everything run out of the house, and then they stood and watched the house literally be burned to the ground. It's just like, oh, wow. And so this dog's purpose was obviously to save the entire family's life because the house burnt totally to the ground. Now, Kenny Hogg is talking today about having a cat that its purpose was to be an animal empath. And when he was having kidney issues, his cat would get on the back of his back where his kidneys were and need his kidney area so it would help reduce the pain. And that is also like an empathic purpose for an animal. So if you'd like, and if you're on our Facebook Live, contribute what your pet's purpose has been and how it's helped fulfill their life. What we're going to do today is we're going to wrap up this show. We're going to ask Nella what she feels is the largest contribution in one sentence that Patrick made to her life. We're going to ask you to come over to our Facebook group and join us over there for lots of live discussions. And we have live pop-ins on a regular basis where I answer questions there. And I also answer questions here on Brent Atwater, the animal medium. So now, Nella, what would you consider was the greatest thing that occurred for Patrick's purpose in your life? Well, he taught me how to let go without holding on to the the frustration that comes along with letting go. And he taught me how to love more selflessly. And I would say the loving more selflessly and understanding is something that is, I'm a work in progress. I'm getting a lot better with that. And I'm getting a lot better with patience, having more patience and understanding. And that also applies to all relationships, not just my animal relationships. And well, so, you're saying that his lessons permeated your entire life. Absolutely. My whole life changed. Uh, my whole life changed when I joined your group and I read your books. They re- immediately resonated with me. And all of a sudden, and then the idea of having a connection with other people. I'm usually quiet, more or less quiet to myself. Right. And I guess one of the other things he taught me is when you're going through pain, for that pain to have purpose, you have to use it to help someone else. All right, let me say that. That's something I thought was very interesting. I'm going to pass to you. She thought that one of her dog's purpose was she learned that by helping other people in pain, it helps lessen your pain. And she feels that giving back to others is a purpose that is greater than just the pet's death or the person's learning. And I think that's really true because what we all try to do is to be a better person after our pet Mm -hmm. has affected our life and changed our life. And we try, like I try to do because Mike passed away, to help people who are dealing with death not hurt as bad anymore. And I think that if that lesson touches your heart and reaches your heart and expands your mind, that you definitely have a higher purpose and you're not just taking up space on earth. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Because I feel I, I do everything now in honor of Patrick. And And she does everything in honor of Patrick, and I do everything in honor of Mike. So I think that it's important that you take your pet's death, and one of the lessons that you learn from it is what their purpose was in your life. 
And I thank you, Nella, for being in the section one today. For those of you on Facebook, what we're going to do is we're going to take a five-minute recess. We're then going to come back and do section two of our show. We invite all of you who are listening to our podcast and are not seeing our Facebook Live, we invite you to our second level show of this where people will be giving their stories and telling how their pet affected their life and we look forward to you joining us each week on Brent Atwater the Animal Medium on our Facebook lives and we look forward to you joining us in our pet group where I join and answer questions live and we have more radio shows coming up all the time so that's the best way to say that. Thank you for listening today we look forward to seeing you and Stay tuned for more and check out our videos. A lot of good stuff over there. And bring a friend out. Let's expand their awareness so their heart doesn't hurt anymore. And we change the paradigm of pet loss to pet loss of a fursuit and transitioning to new energy. See you next week. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.